What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the year 2020. This is season two of Batman News Weekly. We are going to be doing things slightly differently here in season two. This is actually an intro you're listening to, opposed to me just starting the podcast with my co-host, Fanboy Clay. I think we just want to do things slightly differently. We want to give you a little fresh perspective. We'll have a new little intro for you that you'll be able to hear in a little bit. But it's also, I want to do these intros to kind of give you a little rundown of what will be happening in the episode and at the same time if we got to make any announcements they'll be done here at the start of the podcast so i think that's going to be kind of cool also this might be an easier way for people that are interested in the podcast but don't want to listen to the whole thing to know like okay this is what they're going to be talking about i have intrigue in this and we want to just like i said we want to grow the audience we want to grow the bat family speaking of announcements something that i haven't really even pimped out on the podcast before but if you want to go over to juicefromthebox.com I am selling these pretty sweet, I know I made them myself, but these pretty awesome freaking Batman enamel pins and juice from the box enamel pins. And I think you guys should really go check these out. They're pretty awesome quality if you are a fan of pins, which I am myself. It's why I wanted to make some of these. They are limited to a hundred each. So once the hundred is sold out, they are totally gone. But the cool thing about these things is if you do find yourself buying one and supporting this podcast and supporting just Juice from the Box in general, you are actually, your money is going straight to my first ever comic book that I am going to be producing. I can't even say the word producing properly, but yes, we talk about comics on this podcast all of the time. And I am somebody that wants to make my own comic. I know Clay wants to make his own comic too eventually. And so I am just trying to get the funds that I need to pay the artist. So if you're somebody that wants to help a cause, but you kind of want a little something in return as well, go over to juicefromthebox.com and get yourself an enamel pin because they were pretty awesome. You've totally seen the logo before on the Batman News Weekly podcast. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you do want to support me on my journey to becoming a comic book creator, please go support by going to juicefromthebox.com and picking yourself up a pin. Other cool things going on in the Juiceverse is that uh, I just crossed a thousand subs on the Juice Reacts channel. I thought that was pretty cool. Thank you for anybody that listens to this podcast and also supports that React channel. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming out on that channel because we know there's going to be a new Birds of Prey trailer dropping pretty soon. And of course, there's going to be news for Batman and, and you know Suicide Squad, everything coming out. So if it is any kind of visual stuff that I can react to, I always post it on that channel. So if you're not subscribed to Juice Reacts, you should definitely go do that. But in today's episode, there is not a lot of Batman stuff going on this week because it is a new year. DC took Christmas off, so there wasn't really a lot of actual comic books to talk about. In this week of DC comics that just came out, we only got two Batman-related ones that we found interesting enough to actually talk about on this podcast. But there is some Batman news that we do discuss as well on this podcast which is the possible Batsuit design that might be coming out, which I think that is pretty cool. We talked a little bit about Suicide Squad and what we kind of want to see in the year 2020 from Batman. And uh, the two comics we talk about are Detective 1018 and Harley, or I think it's called Joker Harley Criminal Insanity at book two. And yeah, so me and Clay go ahead and give our thoughts on all of that stuff. And of course, any other random stuff that we usually talk about on the podcast. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to go ahead and show you a little tidbit of the new style that we're going to be trying to do here. And now let's go ahead and roll that new intro and get into the podcast. Enjoy. Batman! News Weekly. Yeah, I gotta try that, but... Nice. 
anyways, uh, so what did you do for New Year's, man? Like, I know you had left work early, or you left right at 11, so what, what, how'd your New Year's go? It was good. We actually made it in time, but the thing was, because me and my uncle weren't really there to chaperone my older brother and my mm-hmm. cousin-in-law, they bought, yeah. like, really shitty fireworks, and uh. and they were like, oh, we set it all up. You're, you have to light them, because me and my uncle are usually the ones that are in charge to light them. And so yeah. I went over there with a flashlight to look at all the pipes and they tied them up mm-hmm. good or whatever. But as soon as I started lighting them, when my family was like counting down, they were yelling like they stay, they stand pretty far away when I light them. Yeah. And yeah. like right when they were like five, I looked at them again and all the shells were standing like right at the very top of the tube. They didn't push them all the way down. Uh, and so I started like pressing them, but they got stuck and I was like, this is going to suck. Wow. Like, and so when I lit him, mm-hmm. my uncle like started to run towards me and just to make sure everything was going good. And, uh, when I lit it, three of them went off without a problem and yeah. then it stopped and my family was like, what's going on? And my uncle was like, light it again, light it again. And we lit it. He's like, mm-hmm. oh wait, you may want to stand back. And we saw that the one that we lit had mm-hmm. like the shortest fucking fuse and it was oh. right on the top. So we were just like all right, we're going to get hit with something. And dude, (laughs) three of them just went off like right in front of us. And so like, all I saw was blue, green, red. And Mm -hmm. all I heard was my wife. Like she was recording me on her phone. (laughs) So you have video of this? Like partial video because she, she, she got, she got super scared. And so she like ran away and all you could hear is her screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Man. See, that's the one thing that I always hate when there's like a crazy epic video that happens. No camera person ever has the balls to just keep recording. I know, but then, <laughs> but then all of a sudden, like mid mid video, you actually hear people say, "Wait, Clay's running," yeah. and the reason why is my uncle tapped me on the shoulder when most of them had gone off already. Yeah, like some of them were still going off, but he tapped me on the shoulder and he like pointed out like because there's like a little bit of a field on the side of our house or my yeah. side of my grandfather's house. Mm-hmm. And so I looked, and there was two fires that had started because oh, of us. Oh, shit. And so I was like, shit. And, like, I freaking opened the gate real quick, and I ran. And I had my work shoes. So yeah. it was like the <laughs> – like the, Those are terrible. But it's the flame retardant. They're flame retardant. Oh, yeah, so, that's true. That's so true. I, like, started stomping it out and stuff. And yeah. I came back when everything was done. <laughs> and I just yelled at my brother. I'm like, you're not allowed uh, to do that again. Like, yeah. you know, I'll make sure to, to buy the stuff. I'll make sure to buy the stuff and make like because me and my, own, my me and my grandfather have decided yeah. that we're going to build more of those tubes before mm-hmm. next year. So that way oh, nice. there's no problems or anything. But, dude, it was yeah. crazy. Like, I I didn't have my safety glasses. I just had my regular glasses. Yeah. And so I had to, like, go like this. Nobody <laughs> nobody here that is actually like, yeah. listening can see what uh-huh. I'm doing. But He's I basically was, covering his face with yeah. both of his arms. And, dude. <laughs> I just saw colors. It was just, <laughs> and it's not like they were like up high. They were literally uh, on the ground and in our face. It was crazy. Yeah, you know what? That wouldn't have happened to Batman Clay because <laughs> he he would have prepared properly and he wouldn't have had his relatives buy this stuff. Uh, but anyway, so it is 2020. You know, we finally got some cool stuff. There, this is gonna be a very short. There's nothing that's happened. Like nothing. Nothing has happened. has happened. Very little. The most newsworthy thing that has happened that we can actually talk about. It's actually related to Batman. Is the possible details for the suit that Robert Pattinson is going to be wearing in the Batman? 
And it's coming from, uh, you know, they're taking inspiration from the, you know, Batman Noel, Lieber Mayhu, Batman, which is, uh, we've talked about on this podcast before, is from, uh, we were reading Batman Damned. So mm-hmm. if anybody read Batman Damned, you can imagine that suit is what they're going for in, um, you know, the Batman. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people have started to point it out on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I even said it to you at work when you actually told me, because this was news to me, that this yeah. was actually coming out as something as a possibility. And I even said, well, this rumor even started with uh, Batflick, with Ben Affleck, yeah. you know. And, you know, somebody even dug up an old Screen Rant article that mm-hmm. had the possible Bat. Uh, ben Affleck Batman suit, and it had the classic Noel like fist yeah. in front of his face, like kind of screaming look. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have our we have our love for Libra Mayhu and yeah. uh, right. It's the artist yeah. Libra Mayhu. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have our love for his his art, but mm-hmm. the actual suit just looks weird. It's it's good for that story. It really gives off that vibe for that story, yeah. but. For me, I said at work also, it has like a weird chain mail type look to it, um, which I thought was always odd. You know, I I really hope that it doesn't go that route. I really Mm -hmm. want it to go like what we've been saying, the blue classic look uh, or the 80s look, really. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel. Yeah, and then this goes on to, like I said, when I originally told you about it, uh, this I think it came from Lieber Mayhu himself. Was he, t- like, Snapchatted something that was, like, kind of, you know, like, uh, they call them, what is it? Not fan art. They call them um, uh, concept art yeah. of, like, a his Noel suit in a Batman version. Now, that could have been from the Screen Rant stuff from years ago if Bat- Ben Affleck was going to be that. Mm-hmm. Although this doesn't look like a Ben Affleck mock-up, so maybe it could have just been a random person. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, it looks interesting but I've never been a fan, although I love Lieber Mayhew's art, and I enjoyed that Batman for that story because it's so unique. I like unique Batman suits. In live action, I don't really like the idea of the bat symbol connecting to the cape and stuff like that. Yeah, it kind of always... goes along with the uh, the Superman injustice, you know, with, yeah. with the clasps yeah. going Not into the symbol. It's always, yeah. it's always weird when they try to integrate that kind of stuff. Now, some of them can work out. You know, I think there is a story, I forgot what Earth it is, where Mm -hmm. Martian Manhunter is like a hybrid with Superman, and Mm -hmm. the symbol goes into the cape. That one looks really cool, but majority of the time, when the symbol for whatever hero is integrated into some sort of cape or shoulder pads or whatever they're wearing, it does look a little weird, so... yeah. Yeah, and with Labor Mayhew's design, it looks like Batman would take off the whole top of his head and cape. It's like one huge piece. That's kind of how it looks like, and I don't think that would work very well. Yeah, I don't think Um, that would be realistic for live action. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I am still hoping that this is just a rumor or whatever, and it is going to be, you know, I want more Hush. Like, I think Hush is the best thing, even if you're going with the idea of the uh long halloween suit which is still the blue suit i think that would be pretty awesome although a lot of people are saying that it's just going to be a reimagined batman 66 um which i mean uh, i without the yellow is what people were saying but you know uh, i don't know when when people say that i know a lot of people freak out because they know that batman 66 is 66 is silly and everything else like that but you know whenever they went the route with a 
character study of the Joker, a lot of people didn't think that they were gonna, you know, like that. So, I yeah, mean, that's true. We we, we gotta just take these things with a grain of salt and you know see the final product. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that I mean that's a very good point with thing, and you always gotta take you know uh, stuff with a grain of salt because I was somebody that actually reported on the early Joker stuff that rumors were. That Joker was gonna be like he was gonna get his face paint from snuffing cocaine and shit like yeah. that. And yeah, it was there was some insane stories. So you know there is no hardcore evidence on this. I don't think anybody important. Um, this says former Variety reporter tweeted this, and it's since been deleted. Um, that he gave clues to this Robert Pattinson bad suit. So. And that's why he got fired. That's why he's yeah. former. <laughs> Maybe he's a former. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll wait and see. I do feel like. Um, I don't know. I just I'm a big fan of the short ears though, which Libra May, whose design does have. Yeah. So yeah, um, for sure. I think that would be kind of cool. And I think honestly, I think when it comes to it, we're gonna be like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that, and then I'll be like, actually, it looks kind of cool, man. It's yeah. Like, you know, you know, you know it's always it's always <laughs> that it's always that first look where you're like, yeah. Like some people, and don't get me wrong, there's gonna be plenty of diehards that are gonna see it, and they they don't even know what it looks like right now, and they're already in love with it. I don't yeah. like those kinds of people because yeah. they'll just say yes to everything. For sure. You know, but we'll take a look at it and I'm sure we'll be like, ah, I don't like this or I don't like that. But once we see it in motion, in action, yeah. and, you know, like I said, see the final product, we're going to be like, oh, man, and and that suit, man. Like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's definitely how it is. I mean, a trailer changes everything, especially when there's tone and stuff. Yeah. It was funny because I did um, – It's a, and a good trailer – a good trailer changes anybody's mind. And, I, and I, made, I made that a point in my reaction video that I recorded this morning because I have not seen A Quiet Place – because it got the ending got ruined for me, so oh, I was like, "Well, I don't really need to. I don't really need to watch this movie." And I saw, I reacted to A Quiet Place two, and the trailer's hella suspenseful. I was like, "Oh crap!" I, I was like, this "I still, looks I still need to see the trailer, and I still need to watch your reaction." It's like right there. I don't swipe away, so that way it mm -hmm. notifies me every single time I open my phone. So I'm like, yeah, "Okay, yeah. I need to watch it." But A Quiet Place is a movie that I saw four times in theaters. Damn. Yeah, I liked That's it crazy. that much, and to the point where like. I but wasn't it on Netflix, right? No. It was a Netflix. No, no. I thought it was a Netflix movie. No, it was. It was. Oh, I'm thinking about the Sandra Bullock. One. Yeah, you're thinking of uh, Bird Box. There you go. Which is basically the same thing. Yeah. Like, everybody just blind. Yeah, everybody <laughs> made that comparison. Yeah. But uh, with the Quiet Place, it got to a point where like I was eating nachos and like mm -hmm. I was trying to chew as quiet as possible. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. it it it's a pretty intense movie. So if you yeah, ever get the chance the to watch it, I I yeah, would say definitely watch it. In my comments, told me to watch it. They're like, watch the first one before you watch the second one. I was like, all right, cool. And the second one seems like it has a pretty dope cast. But, yeah. Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see. One thing I did talk about at the end of that video, because, you know, it's the new year, so you know, want to give a little bit of praise to what's coming. Uh, Birds of Prey, man. Um, like, we should be getting that new trailer sometime soon. Sometime soon. You know, they did give a It comes small... out next month. <laughs> yeah, I know. They they did give a small, like, Happy New Year yeah, thing. Yeah, that was cool. That just had a few clips of stuff we have already seen, of course. Yeah. Um, and... To be honest, like I, I know that the formula for most of these movies is three trailers. You know, you get yeah. your your basic teaser, your f uh, first full length, which is just like the uh, uh, showing of the characters, and yeah. then your last one is the story trailer or whatever they like to call it. Um, yeah. To be honest, I'm interested enough in these characters that I don't mm -hmm. know if I want to watch the last trailer. You know, so. Yeah. 
I wanna I wanna react to that final trailer because of the stuff I heard. I heard that you see Black Mask, and I want to see have, my reaction to well, that. I will say, uh, be hesitant when you open mm-hmm. Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing very, very, very blurry photos. Oh, okay. Of Black Mask, and okay. it, like honestly, if. You got a like if you took a picture of somebody and then like mm-hmm. grabbed a black sharpie and just covered his face. That's yeah. literally what the pictures look like. It, oh, it they're, they're that bad. You don't see any type of facial structure in the mask or anything. Yeah. So interesting. So I'm glad because of that because I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to see it in high def. But sure. you know it does worry me a little bit that some of that stuff is already leaking. So yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Luckily, I if. Luckily, I don't have my, like, bat from the box page anymore on Instagram because that's where I followed all the comic book stuff. So it's usually where I would get spoiled. Yeah. But since I just migrated everything to one Instagram page now, I just – it's such a mix of, like, fitness and photography and everything. I don't really get spoiled anymore, which is kind of cool. But, yeah, so I'm I'm really interested just to react to that. And I'm kind of, like – I still feel like I haven't seen a lot from this movie, to be honest. Oh, yeah. No, they – they you know, I think they – and as much as I defend the movie, as much as I defend that trailer, I understand that the uh, famous final BVS trailer that, mm-hmm. you know, spoiled the doomsday and, and all that stuff. Which I still didn't like, yeah. You know. I still will say that. A lot of people didn't like that. I think mm-hmm. WB has definitely learned from that. Marvel yeah. didn't learn from that. Uh, no. Spider-Man. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> For but, real. You know, I think that, you know, there is a lesson to be learned with that and you know since then we've had plenty of you know aquaman trailers shazam trailers now a wonder woman trailer that i don't think they show too much now i was surprised of course of the uh armored wonder woman the the golden eagle armor yeah but i think it was something that they needed to show to get people Mm -hmm. super hyped for that movie yeah I there has to still be I, well they're saving Cheetah though yeah so they are that, saving I think Cheetah. that's the big thing yeah because in Shazam they saved the family we didn't see any of that I'm surprised none of that leaked although you know the pops came out so that kind of gave it up yeah. but like you never saw anything from the family I'm assuming Aquaman was just the whole fight at the end we didn't see any of that um like, we saw some of it but not like the big shit yeah. Because so, I was like, what about the suit? But the suit was in the five-minute trailer. Yeah. The, the so, very end of the five-minute trailer. So Yeah. And then, um, I mean, we didn't really see a lot of Joker when that came out, like, to be honest. But yeah, that's no. a whole different thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, sure. so I, I do think they have definitely learned from their trailer stuff. So uh, we, I mean, there were rumors that there's Joker stuff, you know, in Birds of Prey. So maybe that's something they're holding back. Um, I that don't really would be know. awesome. Although there, there was an interview with uh, Leto recently, I think, or I don't know when it was. Somebody posted it. It, it could have been old, but I was kind of just like, oh, what? it was interesting. Him talking about um, just like how Joker is a character that you're lucky enough to play. And, you oh, know, yeah, you yeah. That, know that, that, else that is, is a little older. Is it a little uh, older? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. He was with another guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. is a little older, but it has been confirmed that the footage that we will see is unused uh, David Ayer yeah. footage from Suicide Squad. So I started see I started seeing the freaking release the air cut recently. People are starting to push it, man. It. Oh my god! I'm telling um, you, I'm telling you. I honestly, I would prefer to honestly see that because, but over, but the Snyder cut him, in my opinion. Snyder was working with Air, and he's already yeah. confirmed that all the stuff at the end 
was heavily connected to Justice League. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Mother Boxes were uh, in there, and so was Steppenwolf. Uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when once you see that, people are gonna scream for the Snyder cut. So you know, it's yeah. But I don't know. I just think like Suicide Squad. It just feels like there was so much. It feels like a different movie. You know oh I mean? yeah, no. I because... think to to be honest, I know that you know me being a Snyder fan, I am going to say, and and somebody mm-hmm. who wants to see the Snyder cut, I'm gonna say, you know, Snyder got you know, you know, the cheese yeah. out of that whole Justice League thing, but mm-hmm. David Ayer got the shortest fucking stick in yeah. that fucking cup because they immediately were like they saw the box office for BVS. Mm-hmm. And mid-production, they're like, hey, you need to change all of this. Yeah. And so he had a pretty good movie made until then. And then they're like, hey, you need to take out that. You need to take out that. You need to take out that. And yeah. so it made it a very different movie. So I do feel for David Ayer. And I, I, I want to see both. I would honestly want to see both just because at that point, if I don't get my three-part Justice League film from Snyder, mm-hmm. at least I can get two movies that almost coincide with each other. Yeah. Well, I just think, too, like, I went into Suicide Squad being like, this is a dude that made Fury. Like, Fury was so fucking good. Oh, I yeah. Like, I can't wait to see what he does with a DC property. And it was just so crap, in my opinion. And knowing that, you know, he, the original plan wasn't to do a stupid, like, random-ass portal in the middle of the city. It's very interesting to me. And just seeing that there was enough footage to make a Harley and Joker movie out of all the shit they shot is, you know, that's interesting to me as well. So, you know, as um, much as you say that's crap, it, like the Suicide Squad was a crappy movie mm-hmm. with all of the gift cards and, and money that I got for Christmas, I bought the extended cut. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I bought it too when it came out just because I want to own every DC movie, but it was, uh, it wasn't something, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a proud purchase when I bought it. <laughs> Um, but speaking of Suicide Squad, or I should say speaking of just, like, something that involves Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn, uh, I was re- looking through, um, James Gunn's, uh, he did, did another Q&A over the weekend or whatever. Oh, did he really? I should say over the holiday. Yeah, so everybody always asks him about Suicide Squad, and of course he doesn't give anything away. He yeah. never does. And he, it's, like, very vague. Like, they're like, what about Peter Capaldi? He's like, he's the greatest. Or he just answers all of these different things, and he just praises everybody. And, um... He some he did say somebody asked him like it, can we expect Harley Quinn to have the same outfits from the previous movie and he just said no, so we can highly expect a new Harley Quinn suit in Suicide Squad and I'm really he's more of a comic book nerd and he's pretty comic book accurate. So with you're a lot expecting of the jester? No, I'm expecting a version of it. So like if she gets like the leather jacket with the crop top and like the leather pants. I'd be down with that. Okay, yeah, With, like, yeah. the mallet, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, So she'd be way more covered than she was in Suicide Squad. But if it's just black and red, if the costume is black and red, I don't care what the variation of it is, honestly. Mm-hmm. But if I was, if I wanted to, I don't really want the jester, like, ears that are in the classic, you know? Yeah, the hat. I, I want the one that is, it's, she's in the jester outfit, she has the thing around her neck, and it's just pigtails. I'd be fine with that. Oh, uh, so Arkham Asylum style. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, something like that. Because I still think, I, I mean, again, I want to see David Ayer's cut, but what he filmed of the jester was so shit. I've seen cosplayers do better Harley Quinns. Well, like, the, I think that was really, they just wanted to make an homage for Alex Ross, because yeah. it was 
basically that one cover that exactly. that he did, which I will say bravo to them for doing that for a comic book yeah. creator. But yeah. you know, I we really wanted to see more and they should have shown for a sure. little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, and the costume was just it was shit. It was like those spandex you buy off the website for Halloween and she had a painted on mask. It yeah. was so shit. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I don't know. But, you know, so, new Harley Quinn outfit in Suicide Squad. Uh, he's two-thirds of the way done. He was doing some editing today, actually. Awesome. For one of the first cuts, so that's going to be pretty interesting. He also uh, asked if he – they asked him about the Batman, and he was like, I'm super excited to see what Matt Reeves done. He's, does. He's a great director. So um, that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, what else do we have? Um, I know there was some stuff about Pattinson, like talking about the Batman, saying that he doesn't really care about critics, like he's his biggest critic, and yeah, blah blah blah. He's not worried about the fandoms. Uh, there was the rumor of what there's like I think we talked about it on a podcast before, but they're like getting like 500 extras for a scene that's yeah. going to be happening. The really like big one, I don't know if we actually covered it or not, but there was a really big rumor that people were trying to spread. I don't believe it personally. Mm-hmm. But uh, people were worried that we might expect delays, and it won't actually start in January. This is not confirmed. I'm just saying this is part of the rumor because yeah. apparently Pattinson is having trouble bulking up, uh, and that they yeah. and that they would have to pad the suit. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like Matt Reeves would do that. You know, I feel yeah. like you know with him making it more of his movie and not just WB's movie. I think yeah. that, you know, they'll work with what they got. I think that Pattinson is going to, cause I, I feel like it is a little bit of a passion project for him yeah. uh, to study a character like Bruce Wayne and Batman. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, I think they'll, you know, just swing it and I think they'll do a great job. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not worried about the padding. We're, not everybody's going to be Henry Cavill. You know what I mean? And Dude, even even Cavill, truth. even Cavill had a little bit of padding because he had those metal plates on the chest yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, like, you know, um, as long as it – I mean, and again, Zachary Levi kind of had this issue. Uh, you know, his – although he won't admit that his suit was padded or whatever. It was. Yeah, like, it, def- it definitely was, but a lot of people were – you know, in denial that he was bulking up, and you yeah. could definitely tell. From, oh yeah, from, for sure. From one award show to the next, you could tell. Yeah. You know, his shirts were getting a little tighter. So. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and he definitely put in work, but like, you know, again, you're not always gonna have the cavils or the rocks of the world. So, um, and if I don't think I've ever seen Pattinson bulked up for anything, so he's probably never done it before. So his body's probably like, "What the fuck are you doing to me, man?" Yeah, true. So you know, everybody reacts differently to training and stuff like that. You know what? Uh, even if it is like, even if he has any trouble and he they have to do a little bit of padding in certain like parts of the suit, you can just film the shots in very dark areas or whatever. They can work with lighting to make it look better, to make it look good. I mean, it's a dark night. You can yeah. shoot majority and, of it in the shadows. And honestly, because Matt Reeves is making this a noir film, not necessarily yeah. black and white, which I would love if there was a black and white version, but yeah. a noir film, it is probably gonna be heavily invested at night you know yeah so we'll we'll see yeah so 
You know, it'd be really interesting. Again, I am not even worried about this. I mean, I'm already over the freaking uh, Zoe Kravitz shit. Like, I'm like, oh, she cut her hair, and I was like, mm, she looks kind of good. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I, as much as I wanted Issa, you know, it's still, like, I think you know, Kravitz I, is going to knock My family the has actually been watching a lot more, uh, like, live TV, and uh-huh. I saw the Zoe Kravitz. I think it's, like, a perfume commercial or, like, oh, alcohol yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, but it's with her short hair, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, she, 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 she's got the look. Yeah. She's got the look, you yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> so it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, I do, again, I'm, I'm interested to see where they're going to go after this because a lot of people are still assuming that this is its own universe. It's not going to be connected to the DCU, but we'll get confirmation when Gotham City Sirens pushes forward. So. Yeah. Because if they're going to use Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, then it's automatically connected. Then that means you will get a black uh, Batgirl. But if it's not connected, then you can still get your white Batgirl. Yeah. I think I think the one thing, people are so heavily invested in Marvel movies and so heavily invested in following one single story uh, that people don't understand that even though Batman is in his own quote-unquote universe, he could still be yeah. a part of the DCEU. Um, yeah. One thing that Hamada and a lot of the directors have specified in making their movies is that, you know, Aquaman is going to be in, in his own corner. Shazam's going to be in his own corner. Doesn't mean that they can not eventually come together and work together. But, yeah. you know, I think that majority of us DC fans just want to see really good movies sure. and not be stuck with, hey, you need to tell this one story from start to finish between three different characters and 16 different movies you know yeah so i that's what i want i want there to be a batman trilogy and then the fourth time you see him is in a team up i would be okay with that yeah for sure for sure um well i mean i would like to see pattinson sign a nine picture deal and he's also making he's making appearances in batgirl nightwing yeah you know, yeah of course b- branching but that, that is the batman universe so yeah for sure for sure so that's why i would like him to make cameos i still think he needs to be the villain in air quotes for podcast listeners uh in freaking suicide, in a squad. suicide squad movie like he should have been the villain in that first one like yeah. that their perspective of batman and making him like this kind of like monster would have been crazy um, but the the funny thing about it though is I love how everybody's like it's in its own universe it's in its own universe it's not like you know everybody's still holding that one percent of hope that Ben Affleck will come back for some reason, um, but they everybody says that that's in their own universe it's not going to connect to the DCEU but they say that Joaquin Phoenix will be the Joker in freaking Matt Reeves Batman and I'm just like what I was like how do you yeah how why that's yeah, fucking it's, weird it's so weird and it's so like I, people. Not everything needs to be a massive franchise. Yeah. Like, I understand that DC Comics, the DCEU, is a franchise, yeah. but it's okay to make other movies, too. Like, like, like we had said before, you know, with the Elseworld or this Black Label, it's okay to bring in Ben Affleck for one of those movies, Yeah, you know, to make a wild Batman movie, like, in that area, but keep mm-hmm. Pattinson in the connected universe, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, we're you know we're into 2020 already, and there's still no Batman game news. Uh, we're still waiting for that, but it it has to come out this year. We <laughs> we can at least say that. <laughs> we're gonna say that every episode. We're ju- yeah. we're just gonna be like it. it it's, yeah. it's you know it was it it, the to. Game Awards. Now the next thing that's coming up is PAX season, PAX and yeah. uh, you know the when is E3 in April? 
March? E3 is in June. Oh, it's in the summer? Holy Because it's the month before Comic-Con. Okay, yeah, yeah, You know, and we'll be like, oh, you know, this next gaming event is there. Batman's going to mm-hmm. be there. Batman's going to be there. And, yeah. you know, I, I just really want it to be announced before the PS5 comes out. Yeah, see, I was just hoping that, like, PS like PlayStation was just gonna have an event and be like, oh, we got GTA Six, we got Batman Arkham Court or whatever the fuck it's gonna be called. We got this, this, and this, and you're just gonna be like, oh my god! And then they're like, exclusive content for everything, cause fuck Xbox. <laughs> like you know, like that's what I wanted to see, but um, I don't know, man. I just like that's the one thing I wish companies would do. Like it blows my mind that companies still don't get the idea of hype. Oh like, yeah, no. Hype is no. everything. And and don't get me wrong, I feel like uh, you know, one of the things we talked about in just literally just a few seconds ago, movies, you know, Marvel has their thing, DC is starting mm-hmm. to have their own thing at CCXP, it looks like. I would love for the division of Sony gaming to be like, hey, we're gonna have our small little conference here, we're gonna say this, that, and the other. And I legitimately think it works out because I'm pretty sure Nintendo has their own thing. Isn't it called yeah. Nintendo Direct? Yeah, yeah. N- yeah, yeah. Nintendo Direct has their thing. Well, PlayStation used to have one, but they do were like, we're not doing one this year. So they didn't do one in 2019. God. So, See, and, that's just, yeah. it's so it disappointing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll, we'll wait and see. We got plenty <laughs> of podcasts until we get some announcements. Uh, one thing we don't really talk about on this podcast a lot, uh, but I am, I'm always heavily into it, is... Have you been looking at Sideshow's new products that are coming out this I, year? I see you them. you got the emails? I see them every so you know often. Um, yeah. I mostly see them because of the sculptor that I was telling you about. Uh, he's on my Instagram, so I'll randomly yeah. see some of his work. Um, mm. What were you looking at in particular? So uh, I've gotten emails recently. Uh, they're coming out with a new Robin premium oh, figure. Oh, dude, Mitch that... Gerard's posted it. It yeah. looks so good. It looks – he's, like, jumping over a barrel of, like, freaking it lo- ooze it, or something like that. It looks like like, uh, like like neon green ooze yeah. or whatever. It and looks like Ace Chemical stuff. bullet holes in it. And, yeah, there's, and like, bullet holes. It's, like, bullet – like, ricochets and like stuff. Like, ricochets, yeah. Dude, it looks, it looks so, good. so good. What's the price yeah. point on it, though? Have they announced uh, it? Well, it's, it's an RS. SVP right now so you can't there's no price point yet but so there's that one and then there's this pretty badass harley quinn one that i really enjoy i think i've seen the harley quinn the one with the roller skates where she's in the short shorts and the tube top yep and but she has a jacket that's like coming off with a mallet it looks so dope and she's on roller skates like i got the email for that one yeah it's called hell on wheels like there's some really badass figures coming out and of course just the stuff that they've had forever just looks really awesome um, but yeah, I just saw those recently and I'm just like, ah, every year, man, I'm just like, gotta pull the trigger on that. And you know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm slowly starting to make this, you know, room, my office and like, like making it my own. Yeah. And I'm so tempted to make one area just be like, I could put a statue or two right there, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I have on my desk. Like I have like four statues over here with a, I have literally have a Batmobile holding down my comics cause they're getting like, they're starting to fall over. So I just put a Batmobile on top of it. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, because I had a Batmobile that was just sitting in my closet from like three years ago from Comic Con. Nice. It's a BVS Batmobile. Oh, nice. So I'm just like, I'm like, all right, well, let me just put it right there, and it's just like covered. I'm like, all right, cool. And I have some other stuff just chilling up there, and yeah, I mean, it's they're just nice to just sit there. So I try, I tried to look up Sideshow on Instagram. 
I mm-hmm. I just opened Instagram and your uh, your artist buddy did a pretty cool looking Batgirl. Like first thing oh, yeah? I look at. Yeah. Nice. Well, the one that I wanted that hasn't emailed me back. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted. Oh, he, whatever. He did. He did a uh, or she. We can never. We never. It's a. It's a male. It's a guy. It is a guy. Okay, we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. We did confirm that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I confirmed he that. he did a Batgirl and a Nightwing. It's like two pictures. You slide. Okay, but is it one of his not safe for work ones? No, no, no. This one's safe for work. <laughs> this one's safe for work. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. For those of you guys who don't know, I actually emailed this artist that I absolutely love their work. They messaged me back. They were like, "Oh, cool, awesome." They're like, "Send me more info." I sent them more info about the comic, never fucking heard back from them again. And uh, I emailed them like two weeks later. I was like, hey, I just want to know if you read it. They were like, I'm too busy. I will read it when I can. And fucking never heard from them again. So I'm going to get somebody else, make a famous comic, and then be like, well, fuck you then. You could have had, you, this could have been you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, but, uh... <laughs> I'm watching this video of the uh, Harley Quinn statue. Yeah. That, thing is, awesome. that thing is actually pretty tall. It's, it's yeah. actually pretty tall. Have you seen that? Oh, I mean, you used to work at the comic shop, so you know that they're pretty massive statues. Yeah, but the sideshows sure. are like, they're getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Uh, but anyway, that's collectible news, something we don't really talk about a lot on here. But I mean, if you guys are in the market for some amazing statues, just go to Sideshow Collectibles. And I cause... will say, I will say, you know, they are called collectibles for a reason. Some of them yeah. are limited. And yeah, so sure. they will sell out and they will not make more. So if yeah. you are in the. Uh, in the mood to have something pretty epic in your bat cave or in your office, whatever you want to call it, definitely yeah. look these guys up. They have some really cool stuff from the animated series of Batman, from the comics, mm-hmm. from the movies, everything. I still tell myself I'm eventually going to buy that Trinity. Uh, animated? Yes, yeah. all three of them. Yeah. They're so good, but they're like $500 a piece. Yeah, I love that yeah. Superman one, dude. I yeah. love it. Well, if you see all of them put together, it's pretty insane. They have a like a, a, a better sculpted, like more detailed like Trinity as well, uh, which is pretty awesome that I've seen in live action. But my goal is to have one one poster match with all of the statues because I have all of fucking what's his names. Oh, nice. Um, Art germs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have all of his prints except for Batgirl. So I was like, oh, I just want to get one of all the statues. That would be dope too. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't see that happening because they're so expensive. Um, but yeah, so there is that. And, uh, yeah, with, it's a very light episode, guys. Um, you know, just in case you're curious, there's, there wasn't much. I mean, DC didn't drop anything really on Christmas Day, which is the comics that we were supposed to talk about. They didn't drop, oh, they didn't drop anything, right? Yeah, no. So we're talking about the this only books week's. that they technically dropped on Christmas were all trade paperbacks of older books. Yeah. So, and I, when I say older books, I mean, it was like, pre new 52 and new 52 okay. stuff uh that were just like new collected you know or absolutes or whatever so yeah. hardly anything on christmas uh and they gave us the uh new year's books a little bit early so we had these before but of course there was an embargo like any other book yeah. and so we couldn't talk about them and we're going to talk about them today yeah i mean they came out today so um yeah so the first thing we're going to talk about is detective 10 18 yeah 19 1018 yeah okay 1018 which is a christmas story (laughs) on the first of january a part one of a christmas story yeah for sure although i will say i kind of enjoyed it Uh, i I actually did too i really like the art in this one it's a little bit more of my style of of you know what i favor in art yeah i really enjoyed it yeah, no, I thought it was really cool. Um, I'm a, I, being a person that reads Batman a lot, I've never seen this character before. 
So I think we're getting an introduction to a new character, unless this is a character from another rogues gallery. Yeah, I didn't uh, do enough research to see. I think it's a newer character. Yeah, so uh, basically, we it starts off with this Viking-type character that has just massacred people. And, uh, you know, he made them into Christmas ornaments on a big old tree. And so uh, there's, you know, of course, Batman being a detective. He It was funny because I don't... Were you at work? Were we talking about this at work about Batman being somebody that fights normal criminals? Or was this on my live stream? It might have been on my live stream. What do you mean normal? Cur- uh, so it might have been on the live stream because I remember having this conversation just very recently. But we were talking about... Um, Oh, yeah, it was definitely on the live stream because somebody was like, if you could be a person in any... Somebody asked me the question, like, if you could be any... Like, uh, if you could live in any world, what would you be? And the person said that they would be a criminal in Gotham, like a petty criminal in Gotham because... And I was like, why? I was like, Batman would kick your ass. He was like, no, he's too busy with the other guys. I was like, no, he kicks normal people's asses all the time. It's like nothing. It's like paying a bill for him. Like, it's not hard. Oh, yeah, no. The, and, like, and we even saw it. Wasn't it? I'm pretty sure there was a detective book that we didn't like where it was a montage and, like, the first two pages where he was just beating the shit out of, like, everybody. Yeah. Remember when he had, like, all the blood on his, like, gloves and stuff? Yeah. 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 He just, he, he kicks everybody's ass. You're not saying, and that's what I said. I was like, why would you pick Gotham? I was like, you're just going to get your ass kicked. And um and then he was like no <laughs> so I was like I had to I was like you need to read more books because Batman kicks everybody's ass uh, he's an equal opportunity ass kicker uh so like you know um so I thought that was hilarious so it, I just laughed when I read this because after this whole big massacre scene that happens it shows Batman beating up some petty criminals who's like pulled a knife on somebody yeah and he like knocks them out and he takes them to some police and drops them right on their car they're like oh his name's so and so i warned Go- i warned gordon about this guy being released and they're like all right we got it from here batman now, and then uh, uh oh i was going to say the really cool thing about this is that they do play with like actual continuity if you yes. have been reading the detective book you know you know, Tomasi was kind of that guy that was kind of saying, you know, fuck your year of the villain stuff and was playing along with his own stories, which all in all, because of year of the villain, it played well with it. But, uh, you know, we are finally having threads of actual continuity in this book. We see no Gordon because Mm -hmm. of course of the Batman Superman stuff with him being infected and, R.I.P. We don't see any Alfred, and we yeah. we will talk a little bit more about that when it gets there. Yeah. So um, as the comic goes, uh, Batman is like talking to himself in his earpiece, and uh, you know I'm not gonna lie. When I was reading this book, I completely forgot about Alfred, 100. percent Wow. And then so like it it actually shocked me because I I forget that you know I think majority of continuity is going with Tom King. You know I forget a lot of people were not really writing about that because like Catwoman's not writing about it right now. It's like yeah. way off. And um, so, like, I was reading this, and then uh, they're like, who are you talking to? He's like, oh, nothing. He's like, I wasn't talking to y'all. And then the Batmobile shows up, and he goes, and he's there to feed his dogs. And I was like, oh, cool, dogs. I was like, all right, he's got two, um, he's got the two dogs and stuff like that, which he usually only has Ace. And then what was the other one called? This is Titus. Um, I don't know. Titus, I, yeah. I don't know. I think I Titus. Think Titus is from, like, a, the, I think it's from one of the animated shows. I think it's Damien's, I, or is Ace no, Ace is Bruce's. Okay. So unless unless Dame is Titus the one of the Tom King story or was that Ace? I get confused. I'm pretty sure but I know it was Titus, Ace. I've heard of Titus King. before. Oh, is Titus the Bat? 
Batman Beyond Dog? I think so. Yeah, maybe one. Um, either way, continuity of dogs is in this story for, <laughs> for Bruce Wayne. So he goes and he's playing fetch with the dogs. And then, of course, there's like a bat signal. And he's like, all right, I got to leave. And he's... Um, well, so before he that, up... that's when you get your hint of Alfred. You know, he, and Alfred, he's, yeah, he's yeah. you know, tossing the ball for the dogs. And yeah. you can just see the weight on his shoulders with Alfred being gone. He says, damn it, Alfred. Damn it yeah. all to hell. And then he sees the bat signal. And then he goes out. Yeah, yeah. Because Alfred would be the one that would play with the dogs or feed them or do whatever. Yeah. So now it falls on Bruce. And uh, which he has four kids. I don't know what the fuck they're not doing. Um, but anyway, like, damn so you, goes... Alfred. Now I have <laughs> responsibilities. What's yeah. wrong with you? So uh, and where the fuck Selena at? She could take care of the dogs. <laughs> She's more of a cat person, I guess. Uh, but anyways, so he goes to this crime scene, and uh, you know he's very friendly with the cops. Uh, I guess during Christmas time, you know, he's like, "Hey, what's up, guys? I'll go in there like easy," and they're like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead, bats." And so he, they just let him in the crime scene. Which I actually like that. I, I yeah. genuinely like that. For all yeah. these stories that we get where, like, they're always on edge when Batman's around. I'm like, Batman's mm-hmm. been around for 80 years. Like, yeah. chill out. He's on your side, you know? But uh, I don't mind I don't mind it changing every once in a while because I think there would be some cops that are really cool with them, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, they'd be like, oh, yeah, go for it, bro. Um, and there'd be other guys like, oh, fuck you, Bats, which are probably the criminal cops. So that's probably why they hate them. Yeah, probably. Um. So anyways, he goes in, and he's uh, basically doing his detective stuff. And he's like, oh, crap. You, this is where you see this massive tree with all these bodies on it, which is crazy. And then, of course, he's doing his detective stuff, and he finds out that there's actually this symbol in the ground that uh, wasn't really picked up by anybody, like the cops, because the cops really don't. like. They just It was a massive thing, so they probably just thought it was snow indentions, where, of course, Bruce is like, no, nah, i got to get a higher look. And he sees this massive symbol. Yeah, it was like a Norse rune or something. Yeah, and and I really like this because um, when... So what happens is Bruce goes... He leaves there, and he goes back home, and he, like, feeds the dogs or whatever, um, if I'm not mistaken, right? There's, like, another scene with the dogs, uh, I think, in between this area. Or he's, like, talking to Bullock or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he calls Bullock... And he's like, your men need to be looking for, you know, a ritual killer. And Bullock, of course, is a smartass. And he's like, oh, of course we knew this. And he's like, no, it's just like Norse mythology, blah, blah, blah. The Blood Eagle or whatever it's called like that is uh, it's in my favorite show, Vikings. So, like, I mean, this character is obviously a Viking warrior. Yeah. But that's like a super brutal ritual. They do it in the show. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, it's <laughs> gangster. It, it, like, involves, like, breaking the person's back and bringing out their ribs and stuff well like, hey maybe tomasi is a vikings fan hey, you know that would be awesome um so anyways it goes in and he's like yeah we're gonna have to do some more detective stuff and like it's funny i i, I personally enjoyed this where bullet kind of makes a joke and then batman hangs up on him and, and he like, laughs oh, i guess he yeah he's, yeah they he's they like, said oh we should uh because it's a, a blood eagle he's like oh so we should call hawkman yeah. And he hangs and then, up and he's like, huh, Hawkman. Yeah. Well, freaking Bullock takes it as like, oh, that guy's sensitive. Yeah. Or something like that. And then Batman like laughs at it. And then um, and then it kind of goes to uh, Lucius call. Oh, the dogs bring the phone to him. And Lucius is calling and he's supposed to go light this tree at the Wayne Plaza. And so he goes and he's about to light up this tree because it's a tradition. He's talking about his parents, all this jazz. 
And then uh, the Norris guy just jumps out of the tree, and he's about to chop him in half, and that's where the book ends. Yeah. So, um, a surprise again with with Tomasi, it's been up and down with his series. I was enjoying Freeze, hated the way it ended. I loved all of Arkham Knight, hated the stuff in between the Arkham Knight and Freeze, and it's just so like Tomasi's hit or miss. This seems interesting. I'm interested in it, um, and I don't mind extending Christmas a little bit in stories because I Christmas is my favorite season. But um, yeah, I thought this was pretty cool. I'm interested every time somebody brings in a new character, and he's you know he hit. Technically, Arkham Knight wasn't a new character. He was kind of reinventing the character from the video game. Yeah. But uh, did very well there. So if his new thing is bringing in new characters to make him interesting, I'm down with it. Uh, but yeah, I actually enjoyed this story. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very interesting. Like I said, I love the art. It's very uh, very bright colors. Um, I really like the panel where he is swinging with that random criminal. Um, yeah. You know, I just love that panel. It's really big on the page. Um, you know, I I feel for for Bruce. You know, this whole thing with Alfred, and it you you know, without seeing those moments, it's almost yeah. unbelievable with how you know what he's going to be doing. You know, because yeah. I'm glad Tomasi is putting it in there because otherwise, readers would be like, "When are we going to see some aftermath of Alfred?" You know, blah 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 yeah. blah blah. And so I'm glad that some writers are putting it in. Like we said with uh, Tom Taylor's detective issue, uh, yeah, with Lucius a little bit more. Uh, you know, I, I really like those seeds that we're planting for the eventual uh, R.I.P. Pennyworth or Pennyworth R.I.P. book that we're getting. I believe, like in yeah. the next month or two. Yeah, I just got remembered because I was like, oh, that was a one shot by Taylor that we read last, right? Yeah, this issue is supposed to be called Robin. Huh. That's weird. That's true. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder what happened there. Yeah. Because it was definitely supposed to be a now, Robin story. Now, unless... He's going to drag it out for a few issues, and then it's really going to be a Robin story? Or unless Tom Taylor's next detective book is going to be about Robin. No, no, no. I think it was at the end of Tomasi's last issue that said Robin. So I thought Tom Taylor's was going to be Robin... But it was like no, 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 no. like Tom Taylor. Oh, that's right, shot. that's right. Because it had uh, it had Mister Freeze in the uh, in yeah, the chamber going down into the chamber. Yeah, yeah. huh. So I, I wonder what happened there. I might actually send him a tweet about that. See if that's yeah. still planned. You might want to confirm on his last issue first, though, because uh, just so you're not, you don't look stupid <laughs> tweeting him. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that this was supposed to be Robin, and I guess maybe maybe they're just because this wasn't delayed, from my understanding. So I don't know why. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, obviously, we're getting a Christmas issue way later than normal. Still, don't think those Joker issues that happened in the middle were necessary. Um, but yeah, whatever. I, yeah, that's true. Nah. So, anyways, um, but for the main issue that we are talking about, we got a number two for a book that got pushed back a couple months, right? Yeah, it got pushed back uh, two months, I think. Yeah. So, uh, not too terribly long. Uh, and let me say, the I don't believe the delay hindered the uh, conclusion of this book or the continuation of last book, because uh, yeah. this book is still, I think, pretty good, you know, for, for what it is trying to aim for and the type of style the book has. I think it's yeah. still spot on. 
Yeah. Oh, the book we're talking about, by the way, is uh, Harley Quinn Criminal Harley and Joker Criminal it's Insanity. Joker Harley Criminal oh, Insanity number two. Yeah. So number two, uh, gorgeously drawn book. I mean, it's just in a league of its own. Um, which, oh, by the way, something we didn't talk about. Freaking Clayman dropped two different little sneak peeks at Batcat recently. Oh yeah, which are so awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, going back to Criminal Insanity. Uh, just it's it's got this hyper realistic style of art. If you guys haven't seen it, it looks really awesome. They use real people as their models, or at least we've seen. Uh, Clay confirmed it was some cosplay chick or some model chick that was one. Yeah, of the... uh, I can pull up her name right now. Yeah. I actually have. I've Instagram I've open. noticed that artists follow cosplayers a lot. If you've ever looked into it, like Mitch Gerard's follows so many cosplayers, it's crazy. And um, I think that's just where they get their inspiration from because, you know, cosplayers are in a league of their own. I follow a shitload of cosplayers, too, because they're just really amazing at what they do. Um, but anyways, I've, I've noticed that a lot of my favorite artists are also following the same cosplayers I follow. Yeah, her name so, is Tatiana uh, Neva. Mm -hmm. She has been uh, – she is an actress, technically. Oh, uh, uh, okay. She, the only thing I have seen her in is the Mindy Project on Hulu. Uh, oh, okay. She played like one random chick that was basically used as like a sex model. Basically, she was oh, in yeah. one scene and she like the scene opens with somebody opening the door and she like grasps the guy and is like, "Hey, when's the next time we're gonna go like have lots of sex again or whatever?" <laughs> but All you right. have seen her recently, I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure you did a reaction to it. Uh, the mm -hmm. Black Widow versus uh, Black Canary. On, she's in that yeah oh yeah okay, she yeah. she yep. plays black widow oh, okay. if you've also seen the wonder woman versus wolverine she plays wonder woman oh yeah. that makes a lot of sense now yeah because yeah, i've seen her face before for yeah. sure she so. she worked a lot with those guys uh yeah and like for the past few years yeah a lot of cosplayers do yeah so uh, a lot of cosplayers i follow do actually work with them i've been in that comic book shop that they actually film in all the time oh really so it's it's pretty small uh, i'm not gonna <laughs> lie um but they have a sign on the top of it that says, but like, let's be honest isn't every account. comic sh shop small compared to ours yeah yeah everybody like everybody gets their mind blown when they're like how big is that comic shop i'm like well it was an old party city so if you've ever been to a party city <laughs> it's pretty big uh, but anyways, so yeah, back to criminal insanity though. Uh, I this book ended the I didn't like the way the first one ended because it ended on a cliffhanger, but it was a weird like yeah, it was, just, it, was it, it felt like that was an extra page. It was a cliffhanger that like you saw Harley reacting to something, but yeah. you didn't see what it is. You literally see what it is on the very first page of this book. Yeah. For sure. And um, it was just like a crazy ritual serial killer kind of thing that's happening. And of course, Harley being this like super intelligent person in this comic book is dissecting this and like, oh, this isn't the first time they've done this. And she was comparing it to this old way, like um, certain people like melted fat or something like that. They're like, they did this. They hung it upside down from candles. So she was like going full blown detective mode on this thing. Yeah. And it was it was pretty cool. And, um, you, you know, I honestly don't remember a lot of the middle book. I, my, my, my mind goes straight to the ending. I know it's a lot of, like, we kind of got, we basically got what I talked about on the first issue, which I think the kid that was, like, the mom died or whatever, I think the kid's the Joker. And I feel like they really pushed that narrative in this book. Still not a confirmation, but it does seem like 
the little kid in the book that, you know, his mom died, his dad was an asshole. Seems like he's a Joker because the first victim of the Joker was this shithead dad. Yeah. So that is kind of the narrative they're pushing. I don't know if there's going to be a switcheroo in the last book and you're just like, oh, shit, that was crazy. It's actually Gordon or something like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, that's kind of where they're going with this. We get um, a lot of backstory on the kid and just seeing what he's going through, why he would possibly become the Joker. We get um, a random Harley Quinn flashback that happens in this book as well. Yeah, you know, that was the one thing that I was bothered by, you know, and I, and I said yeah. this at work, you know, they introduced her brother, mm-hmm. which triggers a flashback of her mom calling Harley a whore because yeah. she had red lipstick on. And they just like very, it's, it's very quick, just one page. And so for me, it's like, well, that was random. Are you putting that there just because, or are you going to yeah. elaborate that on the last issue? And if you are going to elaborate that on the last issue, you better fix it pretty fast or conclude that part of the story pretty fast because the last issue is literally the last issue of this series. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't like open threads like that. Because Mm -hmm. it would, you know, they basically wasted two pages of this book to tell a story that they're not going to finish. But, of course, I don't know if they are or not. So we'll just wait and see for the next issue. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. And I'm also, I kind of, I want to look into it more just like it for human nature. But we've had a lot of Harley stories that involve the Joker recently in Black Label. And there's always kind of like this, hey, Harley, you're a whore aspect uh, going on with her origin. And I want to see if that is something are like women that are involved with psychotic men usually very promiscuous or just choose things wrong or have this type of lifestyle. It's very interesting that they keep kind of saying that Harley is that way, um, you know, for her past. Yeah. And Harleen, because she had that sex with the teacher or whatever. Yeah. And then you have this one, her mom calling her a whore for wearing lipstick. You know, I wonder if she's like this just an abuse type thing yeah maybe she's always just abused by somebody that should be helping her well i just feel like uh using that kind of terminology degrading somebody uh is very much in like you said that manipulative state uh and is a way to keep somebody submissive so i think that is why it is a part of harley quinn's story because it wasn't until just recently, and I say just recently in the last couple of years, that Harley became an independent woman, you know? Yeah. Uh, she was just a supporting character of Joker. And, you know, there was a big demand for more Harley. And so they made her into this big thing, which I applaud, to be completely honest. Uh, you know, yeah. there is a ton and ton of marketing towards the Harley Quinn uh, fan base, you know, whether that be mm-hmm. with statues, with comics, with freaking toothpaste and toys and, you know, all sorts of stuff now. And yeah. I just think that the way it was and the last Harley Quinn episode of the DC Universe played a little bit with her uh, origin and uh, kind of explained it in a way that wasn't necessarily bad in the sense of like bad towards women or whatever. Uh, and they were able to, yeah. to, to make it into a positive afterwards. So I, I, I did enjoy that. Nice. Yeah, I actually got to renew my freaking membership right now so I can watch those episodes. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, for Harley Quinn because, yeah, that's that's a different thing. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, this book continues. We get this little random-ass flashback. We have uh, Harley looking more into some past murders or something like that to see if she can find any kind of like ties or whatever, uh, if I'm not mistaken, or at least she mentions that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Gordon, of course, talks about how like there's no evidence or anything at the yeah, crime scene. Yeah, because she's saying that because of the way the murder was done, that ritualistic murderers or serial killers have a history of killing people so even if it was a cold case or something that may have a lead towards something she's trying to find those breadcrumbs yeah for sure so that's kind of cool and it's it goes through like this little time lapse of her kind of like you know at nine o'clock then eleven o'clock and just basically she's just kind of wasting away the time uh trying to figure this out and then we get what I we have to presume is the Joker in this book. And this is kind of something I didn't like because, one, I thought he was going to be kind of like a shadow person until the big reveal in the third book. But, no, they just flat out showed this pretty boy Joker, and I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I, I do think like this. that he needed to have this kind of an appearance on this book. Because uh-huh. the entire, like, the title of this book is called Joker, Harley, Criminal, Insanity. And with yeah. this book only having three, you know, uh, three issues, and the book only being ten pages more than usual, it's like, because we have been used to Black Label being anywhere from 32 to 60 pages. So yeah. this is actually cut a little bit shorter than the rest of the Black Label books that we've get, that we've read recently. So I mm-hmm. I do think that they needed to move that Joker part of the story sooner rather than later. Yeah, I could agree with that. But I think I would have been fine with... Like, I don't think I needed him going into a bar stabbing a guy in his hand. You know what I mean? Like, had he... Well, that's true. That's true. If If... Honestly, if you cut out that... And just show him with the woman in the chair. Yeah, if you take out everything else with him and just leave that last page... Then you're thinking, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And then we move forward from there. I think that would have been a little bit more interesting. Yeah, and I think that's what I like because I've, and again, it goes back to, you know, watching like uh, A Quiet Place or whatever. I always think it's just so much interesting when you don't show the villain for the longest time because it builds suspense, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the first book, we didn't see the Joker. We just know that that was like, oh, there was this hooded character in her classroom, you know what I mean? Yeah, and there was was some, like, seeing the thing is, with that type of art, he had a little bit more of a pointy nose, and you saw some features that were very Joker-esque. Here, it does not look like Mm -hmm. that whatsoever, but it's because it is... uh, uh, Mayhew, uh, that is yeah. his art, you know, so, which is more of the hyper-realistic stuff. Yeah. It would be interesting if it turned out that this person isn't the Joker, like, the kid isn't actually the Joker. Oh, and the real but Joker, But he's, like, like the Joker's apprentice. Yeah, like, he's, like, an apprentice to the Joker. That would be interesting. I think and it would be more, jo- inter- I think it would be more interesting if this guy tried to be a copycat of the Joker, and the Joker's like, oh, yeah. fuck that. You know, I'm coming. Yeah. And you see the real reveal of the Joker in the next issue. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, like like this guy's the rich, ritualistic one, but the other Joker's like, nah, 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 I don't fucking play this game. Yeah. Um, that would be really interesting. Have we seen Batman in this? No. Uh, I believe the... Well, yes, technically we have. He was on mm-hmm. the motorcycle 
in the highway chase, but he mm. has not been a presence to where he's actually involved with anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be interesting. I want to see if he's going to have a presence in the third book. Um, has he had a presence in the other Joker book? Uh, yes. The one? Yes. Yes. So there was a part, uh, and basically that was the ending of the book guys, but we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, this real quick. Printed. Um, when the actual doctor or the psychiatrist is talking to Joker, yeah. uh, he's talking about like what makes him happy or whatever. And you see the, mm-hmm. all the balloons in the city about how he just yeah, wants yeah, yeah. to make everybody laugh. That's mm-hmm. when Bat the flashback shows Batman like knocking him out. Oh yeah. So yeah, we yeah, see yeah. him there, but that's the only yeah. time we've seen him. So yeah, which I kind of like that because you, books don't need to revolve around Batman. Yeah, but be- it is because, interesting because they are a story about this character. Yeah, that is attached to Batman. It's nice to see. Oh, let's throw Batman in there because yeah. he is attached to this character, For but sure. not make him a huge presence to where Batman overshadows the story. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and at the end of Criminal Insanity, guys, what happens is we see Joker kidnap a woman because he was following her for a while. The presumed Joker. And Yeah, the presumed Joker. And uh, he ties her up to a chair, and he's basically going to cut her up and make another ritual with her. Um, I kind of hope they reveal why he picks his victims. Because Har- uh, cause Ivy wasn't cut up. Um, so She was just, be really her sh- throat was just. Yeah. Cut. Yeah. But, I mean, if he's, like, super ritualistic, why are there differences there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is he... And, again, uh, what I was telling Clay about when he mentioned that he didn't like the whole flashback to the mom, it would be interesting because it looks like Joker knows Harley is onto him that he's playing with her. And so he's like, what if he's going to go cut up her mom or something like that as a gift to Harley because he knows they have, like, a shitty relationship or something. That could be a way that the mom passed or whatever plays into That would be Joker. absolutely terrifying. Yeah, but, I mean, with the where this is going... Uh, but it, it, it actually... would actually fit the tone very well. Yeah. So, I think it would be really interesting. Um, with this story, I, I felt like the story was a little bit lackluster compared to issue one. For sure. I really enjoyed issue one. Like I was like, oh my god, I can't wait for this next issue. And this one, I think just the pretty boy Joker, I, I could have done without. But the story itself, I thought was okay. I know you mentioned the dad's dialogue was kind of cringy for you. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And I, because it's it's just that I feel like this person was like, let's make him mean, but we don't yeah. want to get the backlash of like torturing a child in a book. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and they actually show this guy. like, this dad's beating the shit out of this kid. Yeah, and he, like, he's, he punches oh. him in the face and makes, the, like, the scary Joker mask crack. Yeah. He, like, gives the son a concussion by, like, slamming him into the wall. He breaks his arm. Like, yeah. he, like, grazes his neck with a uh, straight razor. Yeah. So. They they make you really glad that he's dead. Yeah, Like, sure. yeah, because he's, he's just a shit human being, which is unfortunate that that actually happens in the real world, but... I think that's what makes these stories so good and so moving and emotional is that you can kind of relate to them sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And I think the you one know? thing for me in this book or in this issue in particular was mm-hmm. the setup oddly was put all in issue two instead of issue one. Like issue yeah. one was like the meat and potatoes of what the tone would be, but the mm-hmm. setup for what the end game will be was all put into this issue and yeah. along with the random thing with her her background and everything else 
it all just like was jammed in this one 32 page issue and so i'm just like okay i still enjoyed it but i don't know what to expect for the next issue you know i will say this if we have anybody that is listening that is an executive at uh, hbo or wb this is a show now this is a show for hbo don't get me wrong this is somewhat of a ripoff off of criminal minds but still or even true detectives but still it would be awesome yeah you could go as far as dexter like yeah you know because of ritualistic shit but if you had a show where harley is a freaking criminal investigator and she's trying to solve these crimes and you just have a figure of batman in the background and she works along with batman that would be kind of cool. But you don't have he doesn't need to have fight scenes or anything like that. No, she's just trying to solve the craziest shit. Because then you could have one season with Zaz. You could have one season. You could have your final season with the Joker. Uh, you could have Professor Pig as one of your villains. Ooh, you could have Dollface as one of your villains. Dude, like you could just have all these murderers insane. as like your main villains for five Freaking seasons. Freaking the Mad Hatter and shit. Play yeah, a little like bit of you Alice. Could have the crazy people as the people like fucking up Gotham. Like you can go with the most hardcore people that you're not going to see in the movies. You're not going to see, I mean, we're going to see Zaz, but he doesn't look like he's going to be Zaz Zaz. Yeah. Maybe he will be, we don't know. It's rated R. So maybe he's going to cut up some people, but um, you know, I want to see some of the fucked up villains sometimes get the spotlight. Yeah. And I think an HBO show would be really cool. So yeah, I think that'd be pretty dope. Um, but very light week. Uh, you know, we've only got two issues this week. It is the new year, but, uh, what, before we go, what is the one thing you're looking forward to the most? And the one thing you're not looking forward to in 2020 when it comes to comics, I am looking or Batman in general with Batman in general. I am looking forward to more the Batman news for the movie. The one thing I am not looking forward to is possible, uh, bendis batman stories because that's always a possibility and it always scares me yeah so yeah that's true um i do to just to be different because i would say batman news as well uh i'm gonna say tom king and clayman's batman batcat just because i'm not gonna get that anymore um and what he's dropping is really interesting yeah. because I want to see where that story is going to go. Which it still has not been solicited, man. I'm just like, yeah, oh my god. I I wouldn't be surpru- surprised if we get like a June release date. For but the end if of the we year. Well, it wouldn't be bad if they're like, "All right, we're going to do 12 issues in 6 months." So maybe he's going to draw all the way till June, but we get it bi-weekly, so it ends still by the end of the year. Yeah. Like, maybe that's something they could do, or maybe they want to, you know, like, we'll just, you know, hash it out. Because, again, Tom King's probably still writing New Gods right now, so he needs time. Yeah, for sure. So, like, that might be a thing. And he's writing freaking Strange Adventures or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, that'll be really interesting. As my worst, um, it has to be... There's nothing... Oh, God. I'm probably going to get more (laughs) of that. Because we're getting Metal 2, aren't we, this year? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so... My it would have to be the uncertainty of Batman in comics because we don't really know what's gonna happen. Yeah, we have the well, rumors I, of a black Batman happening. We have metal rumors. I think we I won't know anything until San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, which would be very interesting. But the one thing we can confirm is it's 2020, and there's still gonna be a shitload of Batman all over the place. Yes, of course. So 
It's going to be good. We will be here every week like we are every time, ladies and gentlemen. Batman News Weekly, episode 21, season 2. Well, it's actually episode 21, episode 1 of season 2, though. Yeah. We do this on a yearly basis. So we're in season 2, baby. Season (laughs) 2. Hope you guys have a good one. Uh, Yeah, that's going to be it. Clay, anything you got to close out on? No, I think we're good, man. All right, we're we're gonna be waiting here for video game news every week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is the video game countdown, week one. We ain't got shit, so <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. We still don't have an outro. We're just gonna say Batman's fucking awesome, and we're out. Peace out. Later. Batman! News Weekly.